0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Kieran Chrysler to Film. Yay! I... I've just been to see Monsters, Inc. at the cinema. Now, Monsters, Inc. is one of my favourite films of all time. And it still crushes me. Okay, it's 21 years old. Me too. It's... it just makes me cry <laughs> and I didn't think it would this time I don't know I thought it was a bit early because I'm not a morning person but you know the last two days I went to see Space Jam in the morning yesterday I went to see Finding Nemo last weekend at about um, 10 o'clock as well so having to get up early on a Sunday it's not really my cup of tea but I thought you know what, I'm gonna go see Monsters Inc because I don't remember I I feel like I have seen it at the cinema just when it got re-released later. But I know for a fact I didn't go and see it when it first came out because the first film I saw at the cinema was Finding Nemo, which came out after. So I think, I I seem to remember having seen Monsters, Inc. at the cinema. So it must have been re-released for a 10 year anniversary or whatever and I went then, but I thought, I'll go now, and, yeah, I was just a bawling wreck at the end of it, it's so emotional, it's so sad, and the thing is, it's so funny, so after, okay, there's two main parts that make me cry, the first part is when, I'm gonna spoil it, of course, but everybody's seen Monster Zinc, so it's fine, when Sully says goodbye to Boo, near the end, and he talks her into bed, and then he closes the door, and then she goes to the door, and then he's not there anymore, that bit makes me cry. But then after that, it's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> when, <laughs> when Mike goes into the bedroom with the kids and he tells <laughs> tells the kid jokes. He tells the kid jokes when they decide not to scare kids anymore, but they make them laugh. And he just goes in. <laughs> and the kid doesn't react. The kid doesn't react, even though he's being told some of the funniest ever. Right? <laughs> Best three years of my life. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Billy Crystal in this film. Mike Wazowski is one of my favourite movie characters of all time and Billy Crystal's performance is just out of this world it's so good. He's so funny anyway but Mike Wazowski is one of the funniest characters to ever be written and it is perfect. Okay, It's perfectly cast for Billy Crystal. Same with John Goodman as Sully. Okay, everybody in this movie is fantastic. Steve Buscemi is a perfect Randall because he's slimy, he's slippery, he's a great villainous kind of character, a bit mysterious. And then John Ratzenberger as the abominable snowman like that is perfect casting because john ratzenberger is in all of these pixar films and he's always one to look out for you know for his voice and him as the abominable snowman genius okay but billy crystal i'm gonna shed spotlight on him because Mike Wazowski is my favorite, he's my favorite Disney character, my favorite Pixar character, whatever you want to call it, I love him, okay, I've got a big giant plush of him at home, I love Mike Wazowski so much, he's my gamertag on Xbox and PlayStation, <laughs> because when I made the profiles, I was obsessed with Mike, and I still am, okay, I still love Mikey, but yeah, just that ending scene, okay, so when Sully says goodbye to Boo, and it's really sad, makes me cry, but then after that, it's hilarious, but then after that, it goes back to being the most heart Punch to the gut ever, really pulling on the heartstrings when he opens the door and he just hears Boo saying Kitty again it's so sad it's such a sad ending but then it goes back to being funny and the outtakes i think the outtakes of this film playing during the credits some of the funniest outtakes ever and i love outtakes when they're animated films because it's so cleverly done right it makes it seem as though they were messing up their lines like as well as messing up the animation but they then had to animate all of this so i wonder how long it took to animate just the outtakes at the end because they didn't need to do that but they chose to do that and it ended the movie perfectly, I mean, there's a whole last play, there's a whole musical number about the whole plot of the film, I completely forgot about that, okay, I did not remember that, but I've seen this movie so many damn times, never gets old, it's one to watch with the whole family, you will never get tired of it, okay, never ever, and the thing is, the thing that makes me sad the most, I think, is this was my childhood, this is my childhood, and I feel bad for kids nowadays, but then again, I don't, because kids nowadays but i feel bad for kids nowadays that could say their first film at the cinema was sing 2 all right whereas we had the god tier animated movies like monsters inc finding nemo the incredibles flushed away the wallace and gromit curse the Rabbit all those amazing films, robots as well, I mean what a classic. And then kids nowadays have got The Boss Baby 2 and Sing 2 and just rubbish like that. So I really am glad I grew up when I did and I had these films that we had because you look at half the other kids films nowadays, they're all just centered around technology and robots rising up, you know, all the rest of it. But we never had that. Monsters Inc, actually is funny how relevant it seems today because they talk about right at the start of the movie, which I forgot. That there's going to be a scare shortage, and how the power is going to go out. It's very similar to what's happening now with the oil crisis and the shortage of oil that's currently taking place. So it's actually kind of relevant, it's hilarious. But you know, back then we had monsters and humans interacting, and it's different to what you'd expect because a lot of these films with monsters in it before it's the monsters coming into the human world, whereas this film is all about a human coming into the monster world. Pixar is legendary, okay? Pixar is genius for doing this sort of film. And same with Finding Nemo, you know, we've never seen, we've never really seen fish that could speak, fish that could act as humans, you know, going to school, getting lost, all that stuff. But in that environment and from that perspective, Pixar was the first to do it. And, you know, nowadays it's all just tech, tech, tech. Okay, let's prepare the kids for technology. Let's have the boss baby holding an iPad, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But with this, you know, you can say Sing 2 is like kind of like that because you've got all these animals that talk. Shrek as well. Oh my f-ing God, Shrek as well. Growing up with Shrek, you're never going to get that again, okay, because we haven't had a Shrek movie since, what, 2011? 11 years ago? Christ, anyway, kids nowadays, they are growing up with the wrong sorts of films, all right? And maybe that is the right sort of films because technology is advancing, but I worry that kids nowadays are gaining access and really good access to tech from such a young age. It's going to destroy their minds. It's going to really impact them growing up. But me, in my generation, we grew up with this legendary stuff like Monsters, Inc. Just Mike Wazowski and Sully and Boo and all the rest of it. And it is quite scary at times, it's quite intense. I think Finding Nemo is legit kind of scarier because of the shark aspects and whatnot. But with this film, it tries to blend the horror aspects of, you know, monsters in your closet. But it balances it with humour and heart and kind of silliness. But it works so well, and I think it's genius storytelling really captures all ages okay not just kids but adults and it's so wonderful it's such a wonderful wonderful film and as i was watching it again i was just thinking yeah i love this film it is one of my favorites and it's one of the perfect and greatest animated films of all time and kids films but then again i say kids films but i don't think this is just for kids i think it is for everybody and if i'm 21 and i can still enjoy it so much like i'm watching it for the first time Anybody can, surely. And that's the beauty of Pixar, right? It's not just kids-catered films. You look at other studios that are very clearly just, you know, catered for a kid market, you know, just adults stick on in the background just to entertain the kids for a couple of hours. Monsters, Inc. isn't like that. Monsters, Inc. engages you and it has something for the adults as well, you know, it has something for everybody, so, yeah, you know how, okay, as well as this, Pixar always has moments in their films that I specifically remember just snapshots of, so, growing up, having watched these films for the first time, for multiple times, whatever, there's always certain things that just linger in my memory, and as I'm watching it again, I can just vividly remember seeing it for the first time, so, there's a shot in Finding Nemo of the goggles, the scuba diving mask, I always remember that, every single time I see it, I always remember watching it for the first time, same with Monsters Inc, the shots are, it's so random, it is so random, the shot of the child's sort of um, cot accessories, when that's getting flushed down the toilet by Sully, I always remember that, when it gets clogged up and then he has to shove it into the locker, I always remember that shot, I don't know why, I really do not know why, but just, this is the Pixar way, that's the magic of Pixar, and I love it i love disney i love pixar i love monsters inc this film just makes me really feel the emotions okay it's sad it's wonderful it's heartwarming it's lovely it's gut-wrenching and it's unique it's extremely unique and even though i love monsters university as well and um monsters at work that was a pretty decent tv show that came out on disney plus last year but you're never going to get better than Monster Zinc. it's so superior, and I would highly recommend it, but yeah, get the tissues, I don't know why I didn't take tissues, but I, I don't know why I was just crying my eyes out walking home as well, it was so weird, I don't know, it's just an emotional mood, isn't it, anyway, I think I'm done, I don't want to talk too much, also, something exciting is coming up, and I can't talk about it yet, I just can't, half of me wants to release this review on the day that I'm going to Oh, I wanna save, I can't. Anyway, just watch this space because something exciting is coming and I know that the day I go and the when I'm there I'm gonna cry. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. Anyway, yeah. Monsters Inc. Oh, it makes me cry so much. <laughs> it's just Mike. Half the things that Mike says, I'm on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> it's great. Also I wanna mention okay, so you've got that running gag of him in the T V advert at the start when he has his face obscured by the Monster Inc. logo. <laughs> and then you've got the magazine at the end with the barcode... Also, if you watch Monsters, I think if you watch Monsters University or you watch Monsters at Work, then when it comes up at the end of each episode or at the end of the movie, here's what you can watch next, and it comes up with Monsters, Inc. The little box where you can go back to watching the thing you're already watching, that's covering Mike's face, and that is the best running gag Disney has ever come up with. It is genius. Probably the best running gag ever. I love it so much, but yeah, covering Mike again. It's, it's tragic, because poor Mikey, but I love it, I love it so much, but yeah, this film is great, this film is so good, every single line, every single delivery, I'll never get tired of it, and it just reminds me of my childhood, and yeah, who doesn't want to feel that nostalgia, and I remember so many days playing the Monsters, Inc. Uh, PlayStation 1 game, Say PlayStation One, yeah, it was PlayStation One. Jeez, that's how old it is. But Monsters, Monsters Inc., Scare Island—I think it was called. That game was absolutely legendary. If they're going to remaster anything, remaster Monsters Inc., Scare Island. I I love it so much. I love all of this film. I love all the characters. Roz as well. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> I love the running gag in the credits in the outtakes where Ross is just everywhere. <laughs> so like when they lift up the curtain to um, is it George? They, they shave George after he gets a twenty three nineteen. We got a twenty three nineteen. They shave him and then they put the curtain down and then Ross is there and she's like ta da. <laughs> and then later on in the credits, when Sully is showing Boo that there's nobody in the closet and then he closes it and then he opens it, and Ross is there, Ross is there, and she's like, surprise, (laughs) oh it's great, this film is so clever, everybody involved, making it as funny as it is, making it as witty and sharp and perfect as it is, I love it, I love it so much, so yeah, with that, I will love you and leave you, if you can, if you've got access to a Playstation 1, go and play Monsters Inc. Scare Island, (laughs) well worth it <laughs> and I mean does anybody else remember that and there was the whole tree house um slide thing you had to go the sully one as well there was the sully one in the main city area that you had to like slide down a chute and then there was one that Mike could go up you had to climb up the tree house which I think that was actually pretty hard to get up but then once you got to the top of the tree house you could slide down it down this like little slide chute thing oh what a blast from the past I'm gonna go cry again because that is nostalgia overload so with that i've been kieran this has been monsters incorporated and i shall speak to you in the next episode of you can't handle the truth